Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And here we go. A Tuesday is on with Travis Rogers. Alan Sliwa. Travis and Sliwa is on from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. each weekday. We begin nine hours of L.A. sports talk all day long. The L.A. sports mega block. Here we go. Live from L.A. Live. Sweet tea, Travis Rogers. Hit him in the face, Sliwa. I'll still take the face. Travis and Sliwa right now. Yeah. How about that? Key's coming in. I just heard that. That's good. Key's with uh, Sedano and Cap today. I might get the make the lay some eyeballs on my old friend. That'll be a good deal. You ain't no Travis Rogers either. That's right. Oh, Travis in L.A. You should just stay. I, maybe I will. Yeah, it's Hang out. These are your boys. It's a long day. I don't know if I got three hours in me. Maybe maybe if he were coming in, I don't know, one fifteen, I might, I might stick around. But 4 o'clock feels like a Half a hour is the window. You go past a half hour after the show ends, and there's no scheduled meeting or yeah. appointment or lunch. You just walk it around like you start looking awkward walking around well, the now, station. Now you're just the guy that's lurking in the hallways. 100%. Now you're the guy yep. that's sitting in the back room, yep. just staring at his laptop. You keep like, going up, up and down the doing? cubicles. Like, okay, bro, nobody's trying to talk to you. Just call it a day. <laughs> They're working. Just because you're not working doesn't mean that they're not working. Leave me alone. Will you just walk back to wherever it is you came from and, and do the rest of your day? What's going on? So I have something for you. Okay. You, uh, I, I tried to get you going on this towards the end of last week uh, to no success. I tried to get you going on this a little bit yesterday to no success. But you kind of brought it up to me earlier today. You've, and you said it more than once. Season's over, Trav. Season's, Season's over. Like, something happened to you, Alan yeah. Sliwa, between the end of our show yesterday mm-hmm. and the start of our show today where I feel like a, a burden, a weight, a, a heavy presence has been lifted off your shoulders. It's set in. Is that it's what settled. it is? That's what it is. You had a little bounce there, in your there step. Are, there are two. And listen, I'm not. It's, it's not that you're happy that the Lakers are out because nobody is. But the awful season is over. They had their exit <laughs> interviews yesterday, right? So that's kind of now out of the way. The coaching search is going to eventually start. What do we have today? We've got two 7-8 matchups going, so it's Cavs-Brooklyn. And I know you picked Cavs before the season started. Big so Darius just, Garland guy. You had something with the Cavs that I, just saw I, I don't something think in, I've ever seen. I saw something in Darius Garland and Evan Mobley a long well, time ago that I thought that they, those two guys together were really onto something special. You were at training camp. I'm scouring the Cavalier year blogs. in a row that you have... Been a part yeah. of the Cavs training camp. Yeah, Cavs, Cavs Nation, is that what they call it? Cavs Nation, you have a time I think. Share in Cleveland. He has a timeshare right. also in they, Cleveland. The land. the land. Thank you, Taylor. Thank you. And then the Pelicans. No, not the Pelicans. The Timberwolves and the Clippers later uh, yeah. Later today. The as Clippers well. are still playing basketball. We're actually going to watch some good basketball tonight. Well, maybe we'll watch some basketball. We'll think, see whether or not T-Wolves, it's good. I think T-Wolves Clippers is a good should game. should be good. That's a good game. It should be good. The Clippers have got some... Uh, Got one of their guys back at least. They play hard. They they they're not going to have uh, Luke Kennard. I just saw that he's he's not going to play. But mm. uh, yeah, we got a little basketball. But it just seems to me you 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 sometimes you'll come in here in the morning. Yep. Um, and you you get to work. You're looking at your laptop. You're yeah. you're getting ready and you're doing some things. You're not the most talkative man. Sure. When you come in, first yeah. of all, today you were a little 
chatty. You were just kind of, hey, Trav, you know, so I got there this and I got point. that. I there had a dinner. I had a rib pie. You looking forward to having you. a bourbon? You were kind of laying it all out. You were a little bit of a chatterbox today, which is not your default setting. There was a point where you kind of did the chick hern in in winning time which oh did i give you the fist you were just kind of like can i please just finish what i'm doing i'm like i just got a couple more things i want to get to i got a couple more i got a couple more things on my rundown that i want to talk to you <laughs> yeah. about or your pre-show rundown before the uh, show even starts yeah. all right i got i got a question for you because right. what's the etiquette we've talked about uber etiquette in the past sure or you take lyft or whatever uber. i took uber this morning oh okay. did you take the train today or did you uber all the way from home I Ubered all the way from home, okay. but then when I go back, I'll walk up to 7th, take the subway over to the Union, Union Station. Station sure. Union Station, I'll take the goal line back up, then walk for 25 minutes. Okay. Seems like a lot it's when a you lot. just buy a car. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> I mean, it just, well, they yeah, have these things. One, it's only one day a week. <laughs> They've got these dealerships all over the city. You should go to Rotola Chevrolet out in Fontana. Yep. They'll give yep. you a great deal, and you yep. wouldn't have to do a, okay. a, a nine-transfer routine to get home. Leave my uh, my... Green energy. <laughs> Carbon neutral. <laughs> yeah, leave that alone for just one day, okay? So what are the rules in an Uber? Because if I'm spending most of my time, I got a way of getting getting to the office. Okay. So I'm trying to tell the guy, hey, when we're on the, you know, we're on the 110, you're going to reach a certain point where I'm going to need you to exit right here. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to, if you're all the way in the left lane, now I'm, I'm starting to, you know, I'm starting to bark a little bit. Okay, hey, um, just so you know, we are not moving in this lane. Need you to get over to the right Tell Mason lane. to call back later. <laughs> that was good. That was good. I need you to move all the way to the right lane. And I need you to exit on Dodger Stadium because we're going to save ourselves probably Stadium 10 way, minutes. sure. Stadium way. We're probably saving ourselves 10 minutes. Okay. But I'm getting to the point where I'm almost driving the car. Like... <laughs> You just offer to take, hey, you want to switch real quick? Pull over to the emergency lane and we'll switch spots. I'm talking so much. And we we didn't have any conversation for the first 15 minutes of the drive. Okay. And then, you know, for a solid 10 minutes, I'm not shutting up. I'm telling him where to go, what to do. I'm like, this dude's probably, he's probably annoyed with the driver. But I, it's good intentions. I've done this Was drive Was there a language before. barrier or were you guys good? Uh, We were good. Okay. Could have been, but okay. we, we were good. Mm-hmm. And then just, I don't know, I feel like by the time he actually drops me off, there's just a there's burden. hostility. <laughs> no, I feel like he is now relieved. Like well, he's sure. kind of like, oh. So I think you need to set this, the, set the expectations, right? This is this is for a sales meeting or anything else. You need to set expectations I set nothing before you today. go in there. I just, I we got in, it's silence for 15 minutes, <laughs> See, that, and then all of a sudden, your fault. I wouldn't shut up. That's your fault, because if you'd gotten in and said, listen, uh, I'm not. I, I'm going to be this guy for a second, but I make this drive every day, mm-hmm. and it's kind of weird. It's not going to be the way that your nav is telling you to go. I need you to listen to me. Can you just do it like that? Then he understands. Oh, I got that guy in the backseat of my car, so I'll, he'll do it. As opposed to, hey, I need you to get off here in a quarter of a mile, and then then he's thinking, what is this guy out of his mind? Exit you here. need to set the expectations. Signal. Follow the white Mercedes. <laughs> too fast. Too fast. Slow down. This is a thirty-five. You're you're up to fifty. You know you know there's something when you're catching yourself doing it. Like I found a point where I'm sitting back and I'm like, Al, bro, you're talking too much. Why don't you just keep it down for a quick second? And then the moment we got in here, I started chatting with you. I wouldn't shut up. <laughs> I, I think it's well. I think it's just the um, relief, the 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 being unfettered for the first time. And because look, we'll go back to what you said at the very beginning when they 
opened their season with the preseason and they weren't winning any games. I was sitting here saying, look, they're going to be all right. They, you know, they, they're going to win some games. No big deal. And you're like, can't you just win one? Can't you play well? Like you were in that what's going on mode like five minutes into the first preseason game. Like you, you, were, you were already there. So you've been carrying this for a long Bogle, time. Use your timeouts. <laughs> use <laughs> that, all your timeouts in this one. That it took till April 12th for you to kind of just say, <sighs> I think I think that's what it is. Yeah. So you want to chat up your Uber driver. You want to chat me yeah, up. You should just guy. walk around, see who else has got the time. You drop me off. I'm just like, thank you, man. <laughs> you look like you've been He's like, unburdened. In you his look head, good. He's probably like, you got to go, bro. You know what else it is? You got to go. What else is it? We're getting towards the end of the line. It's mm-hmm. Easter on Sunday, right? Sunday. So Easter Sunday is coming up, and you've been remarkably disciplined in your. Um, help me out with the language here. The things that you've given up for Lent, you've been very disciplined in not doing that. Like you and I went and had lunch, and you've got a uh, uh, an ahi salad, and you ordered it without the little wontons Couldn't in there. Have the and, wontons in there, right? But, yeah. And then there was like maybe a, a a total of a quarter of an ounce of wontons in there, and you got them out because yeah. you're being very disciplined. So maybe it's the finish line. It's what right there in Sunday? front of you. What happened Sunday? Well, I, I, I'll tell you the thing I miss most. You're going to celebrate kidding. the resurrection, and you're going to drink. That's what you're going to do. So you have a flask in church? <laughs> There's wine in church. You can, there is. you can go do that right away. Why do you keep going back in line? <laughs> I really am feeling the spirit today. I, the, 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 the body and the blood fill me with, with, the, with the euphoria I here. Four pieces of bread and a uh, quarter glass of wine. I would be lying to you if my sisters and I have not pre-game church before. So, you know. Well, there you pre-game go. Church. See, there's a precedent. I t- I'm going to tell you the thing I miss most. Let's let's put aside like from a food perspective, right? Who doesn't like a just a, a nice sandwich? Sure. Right? Who doesn't like a burrito? A burrito. Just go down the list Tortillas, of different things. Lee. All the stuff. Rice. All the things that make life worth living. I think I missed just a glass of bourbon. Well, sure. Wine? I think I, I, think I missed that one the most. Bourbon I miss more than wine. Wine will have its place. But just a just sometimes you want to just have something to drink. Do them all. At a 2.30 on What April time 12th. do you go to Mass on, on Easter? Do you go early? 9 a.m. 9 a.m. So it's done by 10, 10.30? If it's not past, if, it, if we're going past 10, now you're starting to question, do I leave? Do I, I did my part. <laughs> Your hands I did my to part. shake. Yeah, so. You've got the car running out in front of the church. and you Take me to the Buccaneer. 10, 10. <laughs> Buccaneer, 10, 10, I'm out go. no matter what, 10, 10. <laughs> I like it. I like I it. I can't wait that. to see you on Monday and see how you're feeling there. All right. Uh a lot of things going on in the yep. Laker universe. Yep. Um, a lot of criticism coming their way for the way that they handled Frank Vogel. Uh, a lot of their own players who maybe will be former players very, very soon, offering uh, some of their insights in the season and how it went down. Not a lot of positive things coming out of those exit meetings yesterday. Frank Vogel took a – I shouldn't say Frank Vogel. A Rob Palenka took a lot of heat for what he said about Frank Vogel in that meeting after the way that he got dismissed the day before. we got all of that coming up. It's ESPN Radio. It's Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. 
Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Biggie wants to make sure that you uh, tipped your, your Uber driver appropriately today after you backseat drivered him right, I all haven't the way done from Pasadena. Yet. Do you ever do this with Uber where you open it up, use the app, get in the car, and then you don't open it up again. And the next time you use Uber, all the time. then they're asking you, hey, do you want to rate this driver and what tip do you want to give? So I gave a tip today for last week's driver. <laughs> so whoever drove you today, next Tuesday, going to be like, where'd this come from? That's what's I don't even happen. remember this ride. That's what's going to happen. Perfect. I'll take care of him. That's actually a good point. Perfect. Yeah, make sure that, look, if you're going to be chirping in his ear behind him, you don't. You go behind the pas- the passenger. You're not directly behind him, right? You're on the other side. So... When he pulled up today, um, I should be getting in directly behind him. I went around the car Good. and went. Because if yeah. you're like literally directly behind him, I don't know why, but that makes it far worse. Holding Once I, there, the there's seat, literally no but like difference, but it's getting worse. Getting close because you don't have an angle. <laughs> hey, hey, I need you to get off at Stadium Way. Just he can feel my breath on the back of his ear. Hey, I uh, I go this way all the time. I need you to loop around Dodger Stadium and come in on Olympic Boulevard, okay? It's not weird at all. Drug deal. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're holding on to his headset and just you just want to make sure that he hears you. You just got to get up. You got to get up close and make sure it's all going down. Trav, I go to his seat. I'm pushing his seat up. (laughs) (laughs) Reach around, get the bar, slide him right up next to the wheel. No, it's not even the bar in front of him. It's to his left. I'm just moving his seat (laughs) forward. This is why you got to sit in the front. That way you can reach over and just tap him on the shoulder. Hey, 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 there we're getting off here. I don't know what you're not doing, but we need to make sure that we're over to the side here. It's Alan is backseat of his Uber. It's time for some Straight Talk brought to you by uh, Straight Talk funny. Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Okay, so Straight Talk for real. Um, Russ talked yesterday. LeBron talked yesterday. Rob Palinka talked yesterday. And there, there was a lot of things that yeah. are in there that yeah. I, I want to talk about. But the straightest talk of all probably came from some guys that know that they're down the road, that know that they're not going to be on this team moving forward. Let me set this up because we finished our show at 1, and then one thirty is when Russ is going to talk. Bron had already talked by then. And, you know, you look at the list. They're every single individual of the Lakers, from Russell Westbrook all the way down to Wendy and Gabriel and DJ Augustine, they're mm-hmm. all going to talk. And for me, I, I had some curiosity. Of course, the Russ one, okay. Malik Monk. Uh, Russ kind of laid it all out there, too. He did. He's, and by the way, he should. I, I think I, I, I don't think there's it. anything wrong with that. Um, the Monk one. Other okay. than he's completely delusional about his own ability to play anymore. Well, that part has nothing to do with it. It's more, it, it's more what what he can say from. I, no. hey, I, I got no filter here in yeah. this one. It's the exit interview. Yes. Um, that part you're 100 percent right. By the way, the delusional. Yeah, I, let's let's we can. We'll, we'll get to that. Okay. Then you start seeing. Like I had curiosity. What's Dwight going to say? Mm-hmm. That somebody's been in the league for a long time. He's got nothing to worry about. And then you kind of start going further down the list, and it's Wayne Ellington. Wayne Ellington has been in the league for 12, 13 years. Yep. Cam Bazemore, he's been in the league for 10-plus years, or I think 10 years on top of it. These are guys that thought they had a role with the Lakers. They thought, hey, we're vets. We'll, we'll come in and we'll do our part. 
Let's see how this thing goes. Lakers didn't use these players at all. I mean, very just little. Very little is how they used them. Let, let's play some of this because I walked away out of all the exit interviews yesterday. I was listening to Ellington and Bazemore the most. I felt like they were the most honest opinion. It was as unfiltered as it gets. So here's Wayne Ellington talking about how they just the entire season had a strange vibe. It was a, a weird season, man. It was awkward in terms of our, our, our connection on the floor. Uh, I don't think it ever was there. Um, and I'm a guy who plays off of that. I'm a guy who plays off of connection and, you know, uh, uh, togetherness and move ball movement. Like I said, I, I just don't feel like we ever reached that level. Okay, that's Wayne Ellington there again, talking about there's no connectiveness, there's no cohesiveness, that he's the sort of player that plays off of that. I said it a few times during the season, going back to early in the season, the middle of the season, and certainly by the end of the season, whenever they look like a bunch of guys that had just met in the parking lot five minutes before the game. Hey, nice to meet you. I'm Wayne Ellington. Oh, hey, cool. I'm Anthony Davis. Hey, that's Carmelo Anthony. Uh, like they, they didn't look like a team for any period of time. That's a big problem. I, I, I get it. Some teams are more cohesive than others, but when you have a guy that's been in the league for a long time, he's, he's not a star player, but he's a professional basketball player, been in a lot of teams, a lot of locker rooms, a lot of coaches, a lot of front offices, and he knows when it works and when it doesn't. And then he's saying from the jump it wasn't working, that's a huge problem. That, that, that is an indictment of the roster that they put together from the beginning that it never came together. You don't have to be the best team to win it all. But if there's something that you do need is you got to make sure you're connected. You got to make sure there is cohesiveness. You got to make sure that, hey, I know that guy's got my back. I know that guy's got my back. They were like separate. This one roster had probably separate clicks or whatever it was. You go back to that 2020 championship in Orlando. They always talked about how, how much they got along off the court. And then when they got on the court, it was as connected as can be. There might be some teams right now that are in the playoffs where they don't have as much talent as the Lakers had. But you know what they got? No, no, that's my guy. No, 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 we run. Every time we step on the floor together, we fight for each other. This is a business, a sport, whatever it is. A lot of this is the connection. Ellington laying it out that there was no connection. There wasn't, and it was obvious. But now that you're hearing it from the inside out, I think it, it, it's more meaningful. It's more, And by the way, let's go to Ken Pacemore right here, because he's kind of saying the same thing. Process, you're on the same page, you're in the same boat. You know, but we all, you know, most guys had the wrong. Some guys had speedboats. Some guys had pontoons. You know, we're all kind of over the place. And, you know, that's just what it, that's just what it is. At this level, you, you have to have, you know, that spirit that, that, that you know, we're playing for something else other than, other than the guy, you know, you put your jersey on. You're playing for something else. And First of all, I'm a pontoon guy. I just want to kind of chill out, just kind of float, go with the current. I don't need a speedboat. I don't need to get anywhere super fast. Pontoon sounds like the right speed I'm for me. I'm a kayak. I mean, I've been a kayak <laughs> you, you, for yeah, years. Yeah, a little physically active. You like to be in the outdoors. You're a kayak guy. Maybe when an outrigger, one of those things that's got the little, like, sidecar piece that goes along the way, like in Magnum P.I., you could be an outrigger guy. Um, but, no, he, he's right. That, and, and, look. Here's the thing. There, there's and, a couple of people that and, I highlight right out the gate, but go ahead. Well, that's it right there. Whose fault is that? It's not Kent Bazemore's and Wayne Ellington's job to develop cohesiveness. It's not Austin Reeves whose job it is to develop cohesiveness. It's not necessarily even a guy like Trevor Ariza who's been around a yeah, long time or yeah. Dwight Howard. There's the general manager, there's the head coach, and your one or two best players, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Frank Vogel, and, and, and Rob Palenka. They they are the ones that get the blame for this because if they're not connected 
and they're not all on the same page and they're not that message isn't going from the top down throughout the entire organization that it's getting fractured at some point somewhere along that communication line it's breaking down that's their fault it is not Malik Monk's fault that they're not cohesive. He's Malik Monk, and I don't mean that disrespectfully, but he's not the best player on the team. He's not Russell Westbrook's not the best player on the team, but he's a former MVP. He's a multiple-time All-Star. He's a mega, mega, mega star in this league. But when you got comes in, well, just let me do my thing. You know why did you bring it? that was a disaster from the jump, and that they couldn't fix it is an indictment of the coach. It's an indictment of the front office. It's an indictment of their best players. You know, who I look at when I hear that there is no connection between a lot of these players. Trav, I look at Braun. For sure. LeBron For sure. James that okay, wait a minute. So as great as a leader as Braun has been his entire career, even the Anthony Davis part, I even put A D to the side. A D you're not LeBron. No, he's LeBron not. James is LeBron James. I look at Braun and it's like you couldn't get these you couldn't get these dudes. Palenka has his responsibility, Vogel has his responsibility. But LeBron James is a player. LeBron James is in the locker room. LeBron James can pull these guys to the side and say, fellas, enough worrying about all this outside noise. It's either us and we're connected or we got no shot here. You you had mentioned something. You said you were watching a game. However, maybe it was a game against the Pelks. I can't remember. Remember you said Monk hit a shot? He blocked a shot. Blocked a shot. Yeah. And nobody moved. Nobody got up. It was amazing. It was one of those plays that you're sitting in your living room and you go, oh, Mike, that was awesome. One, one of those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And there was time out on the floor. They were wiping up some sweat or whatever it was. Maybe they went to commercial. He walks back to the bench. Nobody even stands doesn't up. That, but doesn't that say, how much do you think that says who this Laker team is? That's not a team. A ton. They were individuals all year long. You can have the talent. Lakers had talent. You could sit back and say, hey, injury here, injury there. I don't like the fit, blah, blah, blah. These dudes were all on their own. I mean, if, if you got Kent Bazemore saying one dude's on this boat, another guy's on that boat, another guy's on that boat, how the hell are you going to figure this out? And, and their record indicated everything, and their actions spoke much louder than their words. Bazemore also added this. But I don't know, man. I'm just, you know, a 10-year vet. 10 years. <laughs> Go watch. Yeah, you know. I'm going to play that again. But I don't know, man. I'm just, you know, a 10-year vet. 10 years. Go <laughs> watch. You know yeah, what he's saying? Know. He's saying, guys, I've been around this league. I know good and from bad. I know good teams from bad teams. I know good teammates from bad teammates. I know teams that work and teams that don't. This was a blank show. Of course it was. This this was a blank show, and it was from the jump. And he knows he's not coming back. He knows he's down the road. And he's just saying, look, I, I, I what do I know? I've only been around this thing for 10 years. He's saying that this is a bust, and and this goes back to the very beginning, and this is not the last time I'm going to do, and I told you so, but this was the second it all came together. It's like, are, this just doesn't feel like, this feels like an all-star team from 10 years ago. This feels like a team that you put together on in fantasy basketball. Give me this guy, give me this. Those pieces never fit together. You're asking people to fill roles that they've never filled before or haven't, or, or we don't even know if it's capable of doing it, and that's the responsibility of the general manager to not let it get to that point. This, I, I keep coming back to Rob Palenka on this because he, he let this he let this happen. Whether LeBron wanted it to or not, and we'll get to LeBron because LeBron's, well, I only consult. Stop it. Don't even begin to sell me that garbage because LeBron James knows exactly who he is. Nobody is more self-aware of the impact that they have and, and, and willingness to use their own juice to their own benefit than LeBron. And that's fine. But don't turn around and pretend that you're not. We'll get back to that in a second. But his job, Rob Palenka's job, 
is to say, listen, I know he's your guy. I know he was a great player. He's bouncing around a lot at this point. We're, you, you want me to bring him in here and have him do something he's never done before? You want me to bring him in here? And by the way, Russ has a bad attitude. He, he, he's somebody that wants to do it his way. We'll get to him in a second. And if you don't let him do it his way, he thinks that it's personal. He thinks that you don't like me. You're not letting me do my thing. That was the worst possible thing they could have done from a team building or, you know, this idea. We need three. No, you don't. You need a good team. And that's not a good team. And they should have seen it coming. I mentioned this yesterday. So I was doing Lakers talk yesterday. And I spent, I, I, I probably did a good 10 minutes on why Palenka deserves more blame. Mm-hmm that you just laid out something I think is very important. Of course, Braun and, and, and Anthony Davis, these guys are going to be asked, hey, what do you think? Or they're just going to come to Palenka and say, hey, we want Russ. Yeah. We think we could do this. Let's go make it happen. Palenka, ultimately, it's going to land on his shoulders. This offseason is critical to Palenka. You just fired Vogel. You're probably going to try to get rid of Russell Westbrook. You went 33-49. and 49. That's a representation of your president of basketball operations. Don't try and tell me that it's not. It sure. is. Now, that president, you could also give him credit and say, well, they got that championship. This Since they won that championship, they are just in this spiral, and we don't know what it's going to look like next season. I could just tell you there's at least eight or ten teams in the Western Conference that look like they're going to be in the mix next year and look like they are just more cohesive than this Lakers organization they're better teams. at this point. You can't say it enough. Team. They have a better team. The one thing I take away from the Palenka part of this if you're the one that's making the calls and making the decisions and you're the one that ultimately is going to uh, – everything is going to land on your shoulders, you don't have to do what LeBron James and Anthony Davis wants you to do. You do what's in the best interest of the organization. And I'm one that was saying I thought Russ was going to work. I, I, I thought I was standing next to other people and saying, well, I could see this. LeBron's going to play less games in the regular season. Russ and Anthony Davis can probably carry this load. But 16 games below 500 to end the season, that says everything. You cannot just take the advice of your best player and take it as the gospel truth. Look, when LeBron James first went to Miami, right, and they got off to us, what were they, 9-8 and eight or 8-9? Eight something, something like that. I think 9-8, yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, so right around 500, about 20, 20 games in. And the, the rumor goes that LeBron went to Pat Riley and said, Spolster, this thing doesn't work. We, well, you need to come down here and coach this team. And Pat Riley went, Dude, just go back to work. Just, he, he's the guy. I know what I'm doing. You're a great player, but I need you to go back to work and trust that I know what I'm doing. Not, okay. Not, yeah, well, okay, I guess we had this deal. Well, Sorry, we're not doing that. We're going to go get Russell Westbrook. Push back. If you believe that you're doing the right thing, push back and say, listen, I hear you. I understand what you're doing. I don't think that's a good reason. I don't think it's a good fit, and here are the reasons why we're not why I don't think we should do it, why we're not going to do it. What's LeBron going to do? Going to leave? Going to not try? Of course he is. He's LeBron James. Just say no. That's why this summer, who you bring in as your head coach, who you end up potentially shopping, who you go bring in as your role players, Palenka's got to believe in what the hell they're doing. And if this is just strictly – and I'm not telling you that Palenka could have easily believed, hey, this is the right thing to do. No, I want that third player. Um, but the results are the results. That's why I want less on Braun. I want more on Palenka. No Palenka, question. you're the president of basketball operations. LeBron gets some blame in this, too, and Russell Westbrook gets some blame in this, too, and Russ had some quotes yesterday that just made me think. I, I went back. Before I was, he's gone for sure. There's no way to. Who in the world is going to want him? And now I'm back on the other side. Like, no, after a couple of things he said yesterday, it's like, bye. He's going to get his money, but I don't think he's going to play another game as a Laker. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 7 
I had forgotten that Chris had referred to himself as Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen. I, I think I kind of blacked out in the moment. It was such an absurd ref- self-reference. I, I, I see it. I see the whole thing. Scotty Pippen is what six eight, lean. Just, I mean, Chris Chiseled. is Chris is neither six eight nor lean, and that's coming from somebody else who's not six eight or lean. But I just feel like that uh, that that was a comparison that was maybe more more Jerry Krause. I feel like would have been a better way to go. I'm just just kind of throwing that out there. That's awesome. This guy went with Jerry Krause. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, I see Scotty. <laughs> Craig Hodges, it. Bill Weddington, Bill Cartwright, Scotty, Scotty. Okay, that's what yeah. I see. Horace Grant. Was he? Yeah, Horace Grant. For Harvey Grant was not. Harvey Grant was on the Bulls. Horace was the uh, the yeah, Bulls. Horace. Rodman. Scotty. Tractor trailer. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We're getting a little get a little warmer. Here he comes. See, Chris, you should pop in here real quick. We're talking about you. You should. Uh, I know that it's a live imaging Tuesday, and uh, he, he's going to join us later on. It looks like he's doing real work. He can't. Uh, he can't come in and talk about. Leave crumbs. the man alone, bro. <laughs> Leave the man alone. Crumbs got a bad edit in the uh, last dance. That, that was kind of a bad deal for him. Wait, which one? Jerry Krause. Oh, Kra- oh, that's right. That's yeah. Right. yeah, that's yeah. what uh, Jordan used to call him, crumbs. Because so <laughs> he always had crumbs on his shirt. Jordan basically used the Last Dance as his own like personal story. Yes, correct. It's One-sided his version story. of events. Yeah, yeah. And still it's, entertaining. It's a cool version. Yeah, it was really fun. I enjoyed every minute of it. But mm-hmm. it's his version. There are other versions out there, I'm sure, that other people might see a little bit differently. What do we have coming up? So, are you going to watch the Magic one? yeah i, I will watch that's that's apple right i think that's on apple yeah yeah uh, yeah because i'm a huge magic johnson fan yeah, i'll watch and, it too and i love that era and i love just magic is a, a wonderfully interesting topic we were told what was it last week that um the donald sterling one oh 100 percent in on that when does that come out when i'm not sure out? i'm not sure but yeah the one we based on ramona's podcast coming. we have that's great there's a joe paterno one that's coming up on espn that is uh wow there was a story on it yes that's one of those things that's so heavy. Yeah, I know. and I'm not a Joe Paterno guy, so I'm not here because I don't want to listen to bad things. But I just that that is such a heavy topic. I maybe we'll see. I I, I don't know. I I don't think that I, I'm just going to stick with winning time for the time being. Hope that they bounce back on Sunday and give me a little bit more of what I want. From what I understand, um, what's your boy's name again? Zastro. Yeah. I what do you mean? What's my boy's name? I forgot. Again? I Zast- forgot. It's the it's winning time with Zastro, yep. Jerry, and Irvin. So I think there are five episodes in. I feel like from what I, I've been told, I don't know, um, you know, 100% on this, but I think they really go into Zastro's life's episodes six, seven, and eight. Good. Is all about Zastro. Good. Well, I feel like he's going to. His childhood, they, his upbringing, the whole thing. So my, my inner TV producer, my inner storyteller always comes out when I watch these Zastro things. Zastro should have some kind of music. He I don't know a, what kind of music, should have a spin-off. anytime he's brought yes, up, he should. I agree. Zastro should have something. Zastro is in this for a reason. They didn't introduce Zastro in episode number two not 100%. to bring him back. 100%. Right? It's like that. They, if you're watching Law and & Order, yeah. and all of a sudden they spend. They plant a scene They spend here. 45 seconds in a scene talking to the, the, the garbage man. Yep. He did it. He's coming back. He's coming back. Yeah. Otherwise, there's no reason to have him in the episode. So I think Zastro will make a, will make an appearance. Do you remember um, yesterday when, or remember over the weekend when I purchased, I think a year, an annual pass to AMC Plus because you told me that breaking or the Better <laughs> yes. Call Saul yeah. is out, and you're like, oh, I'm halfway through it. Well, the the the, the new season on Netflix, which was last season, new to me. 
I'll have to be more specific in the future. The new season from last season, right. but new, new to, to me. me. New to me. And it says on Netflix, new episodes, and they were new to me. Are you sure you want to make this annual purchase? You cannot. Well, how, how much is it for the AMC streaming uh, service? Do I owe you like 12 know, it's, bucks? It's like six ninety nine or eight ninety nine a month. Right, well, And then they binge, take $2 off for the year. Binge them. And get through, and then cancel, and send me the bill for twenty eight ninety five, and I can't I, I've got your back because it, it doesn't come for it doesn't come out for another week. Well, once it does come out, binge it, and then I'll give you your twenty eight bucks back. Yeah, that that was bad. Uh, that was awesome. That was bad co hosting from me to you. It, look, this is. Let, let me ask you this, and you guys. I'm like Trav said, she's like, it's not this on is, there. But Travis said, I feel like this is more your fault than mine. Because that you listen to what I say is kind of on you. Like, I, I think you should take everything I say when it comes to things about TV and movies kind of yeah. with a, a, a very significant grain of salt because I'm wrong about that far more often than I'm right. That That's based – I've talked myself into it. Honestly, that's your fault. All I care about at this point is what is the music that Taylor will come up with for Zastro. Take your time. Don't do well, anything right now. He's, he's got our, our, like, in search of music, right? Whenever yep. there's a cosmic uh, issue or aliens or what's going on in the universe, he's got that one locked down. We've oh, got, yeah, we've yeah. got our one, yapping dog. We, he, he's painted a very uh, very rich Home audio Depot. picture. Home, Home Depot. Depot. Like a rock. Like we've a got, rock. We've, we've got, got some good we've music. We've got some pretty ones. So yeah. you've set the bar high, Taylor, on coming up with uh, Zastro-themed music, but I'm excited to see what he comes up with. Speaking of what he's going to come up with, Hey, Did You See? is coming up next in ESPN Radio. It's brought to you by Progressive Insurance. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. So, did you find this Astro music yet? Or are you still working on it? Were yeah. you preoccupied wait, wait, with wait, wait, Did wait. You Do See? Do want it right now? I don't think you want it yet. Okay. okay. It'll yeah. come up organically. Because then we got this music in the back. I want it to have its own time. When it's time to talk Zastro, the music will come on. In the meantime, hey, Did You See? What do you have for us, Taylor? Did you see yes. that Minji Lee caddied for her brother at the Masters? So, she's the fourth-ranked female golfer in the world. Hmm. And her brother, Min Wu, he tied for 14th. So, would you want to work with and take advice from your sibling? Alan, you go first on this one. Hmm. You have two or three sisters? I have two sisters. Two, two sisters. older sisters. Okay. I think I need to take advice from my sisters, <laughs> and I think I'm stubborn enough sometimes, maybe a little hard-headed, but I'd be okay with that. It'd be different, right? They're, they're doing their thing. They got their family. They're down in San Diego I think it'd be good to get a perspective like that. Sometimes I'm in my own little world. So, yes, I would like to take some advice. I don't think I'd be a good uh, co-worker with my brother. I've, I've talked about him a, a little bit here on the show. He's very quiet, so he doesn't have much to say. He, advice he, or like you're working with ju- him? Just yeah. both because I would always assume, and this is this is just my, my toxic personality, generally speaking. I always assume somebody's trying to set me up for something. Like I would assume, like, if, let's just use the caddy as an example, right, that when uh, – the Lees are together playing golf, I, and, and, and she says to her brother, I think the 7-iron is the right club here. I believe that he probably is going to pull the 7-iron and hit it. If my brother said to me, hey, Trav, I think the 7-iron is the shot here, but this is for when I stole your Hot Wheel when we were six, isn't it? 
This 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 is for when I took the last cookie out of the box and you you had it for yourself. I would always think that he was setting me up for some sort of payback. I would never really trust when it's probably an eight or a nine and he's trying to get me to hit it into the water behind the green. I would think that it's always a setup or a payback for something I've already done. But the prize money would be his too. Well, I wouldn't tip him very well. I, I, I would make sure that he was on a flat rate, that he was, he was getting something for the week, and he wasn't going to get bonus based on my uh, my top ten or my winning. I was unaware of this type of analysis coming from Trev. Just saying that this I, is coming from the soul. I like I like to have my business relationships be my business relationships and my. Yep. Per, I, I, yep. I love my brother very Separate much. Separate it, but I just I don't know if a working environment would be good for either one of us. I, I think respect that's that. Probably not in either of our best interests. Emily, I think I could definitely work with my older sister. She actually gives me a lot of like factor caps and stuff. She texts me constantly mm. about it. Texts me about sports and all that stuff. So sometimes it takes her advice. Sometimes I don't. But I think I can work with my older sister. My younger sister, on the other hand, not are happening. basket cases and. Uh, uh, yeah, would not be able to uh, be able to function normally with them for sure. Basket cases, how? I'm, cu- I'm curious. They're just very much balls of anxiety. I know that I am already, but they are even more of a ball of anxiety. And so, yeah, I don't think that they would necessarily flow with the uh, fun jokes. Let's that we bring have them here. all in next week. <laughs> do a group therapy session. No, don't, don't worry. We do those two. Taylor, you and your your sibs. It's going to be a no for me. Yeah, yeah, that's the correct answer. Well done. So, did you see the Long Beach Grand Prix? Had a great turnout on Sunday, and yours truly was in attendance. So I was able to make it, and I actually met a girl there who took the bus all the way from El Paso to Long Beach. So if you just to see the race, just to see the race. What? So I, I asked her. I was. I said, "What? You know, what car brand do you want to win today?" And she said, "I don't care about the cars. I care about the drivers." Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you lived in a city like El Paso with no professional sports to watch besides Chihuahuas baseball. <laughs> Do you think you'd hop on a bus for 16 hours to watch your favorite sport? Yeah, I do. Hell to the no. Go I, ahead. I, I, I really do. You got have you? Okay, let me let me start yep. here. Have you ever been to El Paso? No. Okay, I have. Okay, so let me just start by saying, having been to El Paso, any You're reason a man who speaks of experience, any but any reason to leave El Paso, I'm in. Okay, let, 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 let's just start right there. I'm sure it's fine town, but my experiences in El Paso have been underwhelming, shall we say. Um, yeah, if, if, if I've always lived in a place that's our big cities. I've lived in Los Angeles. I've yep. lived in Phoenix. I've lived in Houston. These are big cities. Um, Shanghai for four years. <laughs> sure, there, right? sure. Yeah. Kuala Lumpur for a brief period of time. Um, I, I've traveled the world and done yes. these things. Yes. But I like events. I like ball games, I, concerts, and things that, that, that only typically come to big cities. And if I'm a race fan, which, you know, I, I there was a ton of people at Long Beach. I want to ask you about that in a second. Yeah, I can if, put it this way. If I'm a Dodger fan and they're playing in Arizona against the Diamondbacks and it's a, a playoff game and I live in El Paso and the only way I can get there is a bus ride, heck yeah, I'm going. You are a better man than me. Uh, that's just too far, my man. I mean, can we do something within? I need you to go hours? to El Paso before you answer this. Can we do something within three, four hours? Isn't that enough? Las time? Cruces is the next closest town, and that's like two hours. And Las Cruces looks like Paris compared to El Paso. Can't you get to a lot of? Uh, can't you end up in a lot of places within a four-hour? Texas is pretty big. It's pretty big. San There's Antonio, a lot of empty space Houston, around there. Can you go to? Uh, Here's a you want a weird random fact about how big Texas is. Yep. If you drive from Los Angeles to Houston, more than half your drive is in the state of Texas. If you drive wow. from Los Angeles to Houston, more than half of your drive is in the state of Texas. Damn, yes, that's how big it is. So there's a lot of empty space three hours around El Paso. I'm I appreciate sure you also go to Austin for the Grand Prix there too. That would be a better choice. 
but different that's, circuit. But that's, that, but that's what I'm saying. But it's yeah, a different probably circuit. Probably both, honestly. It's a different circuit, maybe. But if she's got a particular um, infatuation with one of the American race car drivers, as opposed to she may only to, get him in Long Beach. She made Long Beach maybe the closest stop. Yeah. Maybe they don't have a race, or she got to drive to Indy. That's yep. probably farther she than needs Los Angeles. Hobbies. Yeah. How was it, Taylor? What was it like? Text her right now. It was Tell amazing. Her she needs different hobbies. Yeah. <laughs> My next question actually is about that too. Okay. So, also from the Grand Prix, the super truck race, it stole the show. Mm. So it's like these monster trucks. They go off jumps and everything. They used to do that SD all the time. Monster trucks, very popular. So there was this electric driver. His name was Cletus McFarland. And he, <laughs> he led for probably 95% of the race, but his showboating on the final jump caused him to spin out and finish in last. So have you ever cheered for an athlete solely because of their name? What was his name again? Cletus McFarland. Most no. Irish are named Cletus. I don't know if you know that yeah. or not, but uh, the, the, the McFarlands are known for their multiple Cletuses. Cleti. <laughs> Who have I cheered for? Somebody just by their name. Swish Parker. No, that one. You Remy Martin. Cheer for. I, I I can't give you a good example, but it's every once Remy in a while, Martin. yeah, Remy, Remy Martin. Martin's That's a great a example. One. Was it ASU? Now and then, when then went to Kansas, but yeah, every once in a while you get a name that is so good, you're like, oh, yeah, I got it. Yeah, Look, that's my guy. If Cletus McFarland gets announced to the crowd now, driving the uh, number sixty eight car for he was number seventeen seventy six. Actually, number seventeen seventy six. God bless America, right? Cletus McFarland is is ready to go. I'm rooting for old Cletus, and I'm also enjoying his demise if he starts goofing around at the last uh, part of the race. Mason drove in the Long Beach Grand Prix one year. No. They had a celebrity race, and I don't know if you're – I'm, I'm oh, they going do by memory here, but Mason drove one of those cars one mm. year. That would be amazing. Amazing. I'd probably go 18 miles an hour. Have Blinkers my signal on. on. <laughs> <laughs> Does Bluetooth work? Just uh, just just pass. You know you know you know what's a good name and it just it fits him perfect and he's such a baller, Debo. Yeah, it's a good I don't name. need another name. That's a good name. Yeah, no, I'm just just call me Debo. D- Debo's great, but I'm, and arguably the best interview we've ever had on this. He show. was terrific. He was very excited to be here. Hey, so thoughtful. What do you think about the Rams in the Super Bowl? I don't know. Not sure. Oh well, cool. Thank you. I wish it was terrific. We should do more of those. What was it like in that? NFC Championship game, just the vibe and the environment. It was good. <laughs> Thanks, Devo. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. You can, what are you promoting again for the Super Bowl? <laughs> you can almost hear the bag of money that's sitting next to him. Like, I, hey, I, I, I qualified. We're good. Keep it moving. And then was Austin Eckler that came on after that? Eckler came and on. he was amazing. Eckler you could have had a 40-minute conversation yeah. with. Yeah, it's not everybody. By the way, there was some flip. dude at the event on Friday that kept every time I saw him the broadcast on Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time I saw <laughs> that look was awesome. Your look was like you had no idea what I saw him out. <laughs> he kept saying, go Chargers. And I'm like, ooh, <laughs> I like that. Was it one of the Spanoses? Did they show up? He said it once outside, and I was like, oh, that's good. And then when I was walking out, he's like, hey, Slee. I'm like, yeah, go Chargers. I'm like, I like that. Like funny or like aggressive, like he wanted to mess with you? Both. A little bit of both. It's a combination of, I know you run your mouth about the Chargers. I'm a Charger fan. You know I told him? I said, you should talk crap. What, did they miss the playoffs again? Well, not that. Just that I don't the, Their I don't games are them. attended by 80% of the other team's fans? <laughs> that they have a generational talented quarterback who hasn't made the playoffs yet? That your owner Those sorts pays of things? Cronky through Venmo? 
just slide it under the mat in my suite, and I'll uh, I'll swing by and get it after the big game. All right, a live imaging Tuesday. Chris Morales is in the house. It's coming up. Plus, I want to get into uh, what Russ said specifically about his first season here and maybe his last season here in L.A. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN, and 